0: Got our all we're
1: Hello, Sharks ever. fans, and welcome to Blood, Sweat, and Teal if you're the fan podcast. I'm C.
0: I'm super jacked. <laughs>
1: And real quick, we just want to say to everyone in California that we are thinking about you and hoping that you're all safe. Kyle, did you have more to say on that?
0: Uh, Just it's a scary time. So, and I know that uh, there's fires in Southern California and Northern California, and some of them are getting quite close to the Bay. And uh, we know a lot of you guys live in and around the Bay Area. So, just what he said, um, be safe. Things are more important than hockey, and this really puts it into into perspective when you see some of the videos and stuff of towns being wiped away so everybody be safe
1: absolutely uh, if you didn't hear there was actually a small fire tonight at the NBC Sports building in San Jose or San Francisco with uh, Brody Brazil and with Marcus White who used to write for Fear the Finn. so they're all safe it was just a small fire it wasn't a, a huge thing but it was kind of a scary moment on Twitter if you, you saw that too so just so you all know they're all okay
0: <laughs> a lot of a lot of fire based content and they were playing the flames and a weird <laughs> name.
1: i didn't even think about that but that is crazy i
0: tweeted i did the live tweet tonight at, um, from the account and in my i always do a tale of the tape and put down the records or whatever and i'll say something constructive about the sharks and then i'll always just make fun of the other team and i put down the flames record and then put fire is ouchy, and i sent it and then about 20 minutes later i realized like that does. That's stupid. <laughs> There's actual real fires going on. I, it's, the fire is empty, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Speaking of the game tonight, we're recording this on Sunday night. It'll go up tomorrow, but we didn't talk about the Flames last episode. Oh, yeah. For we some dropped reason. the ball on that one. Yeah. I, I don't know. We both looked at the schedule and went, Oh, that's not next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. We, we both looked at it and we're like, Okay, there's three games this week, talked about them. And I don't know why we both thought this game was on Monday. I, it was just one of the, I don't know flames whatever it was flames a are. weird Fl- thing that happened yeah flames are one of those teams where you know they exist but you forget about them like the wild or like first the of all how
1: dare you second I hate the flames so I don't forget they exist because I just have this perpetual state of not uh... liking yeah <laughs> I guess I don't know just I to... think
0: I think the thing is that Oilers take up ninety five percent of the media coverage because it's like literally a three ring circus. So they're all, by the way, the Oilers are getting smoked by the avalanche tonight. So I think I think that's why I forget is just because I constantly have to hear about Edmonton and I forget that the flames are there, but whatever. My cousin lives in Calgary. Shout out to Karen, my cousin.
1: Speaking of Edmonton, can we talk real quick about them sending down puglia and Yamamoto? Like, what is that?
0: Oh, it's so like, okay. So when you bring in a guy from Finland who's 18 years old and he's very young, and he doesn't speak English. What would you do? Get him a translator? Probably. What did they do? Nothing. Not
1: that. Watch, watch, <laughs>
0: watch some cartoons, buddy. So the, the whole development of these guys has just been absolutely bizarre because if you, if you're going to bring in a coach that doesn't want to play you Yard because he wants him to work on his game, whatever, then send him to Bakersfield and let him play top six minutes for a hundred games. Is that so much to ask? Like, if you if you're gonna play him five minutes a night, then scratch him for two games. It doesn't make sense not to have him just in Bakersfield, just dominating, getting better.
1: Right. Yeah. No. That totally screws the Barracuda though for Pacific Division title. I think that we saw the other night they had like a I think a home and home series against Tucson, and Tucson you know kicked them out of playoffs last year. They're a very good team, and uh, I think Bakersfield now is gonna gonna amp up that uh, pacific division competition as well but god what a Gi- misuse judging by those... the oilers
0: they might just call them up again in two games oh
1: that's true but like what a misuse of those players you know like edmonton is not good right now and you're sending down two of your most talented recent first round picks like it just makes no sense to me
0: if yeah it, the the thing is is like If you want to have them develop, then send them down and have them develop and marinate for two seasons or whatever. If you want them on the team, then have them on the team and don't play them five minutes. Why does Jesse Puglia-Yarvi, who has a crazy high ceiling, not play on McDavid's wing?
1: Right. God. Why,
0: Why is Drake Kajula... And Zach Cassian and Milan Lucic getting all this time when you have two guys that are dying to prove themselves in the NHL.
1: Yeah. It, like, it
0: just makes no sense whatsoever.
1: No, none at all. And anytime I think that the Sharks should be mad about their coaching, I remember that Edmonton exists and I feel a little bit better.
0: <laughs> that Edmonton has our former coach.
1: God, yeah. Um, also,
0: here, here's here's a fun little fact. Now that Puglia Yarvi and Yamamoto are on Bakersfield, they are the two youngest players on Bakersfield field isn't that crazy
1: i mean they're also edmonton's like not two most recent but of the last three years um first round picks. so i mean it makes sense yeah know. they're only
0: 145 days apart actually hmm. they uh, even though they're a draft or two apart they're they're really close in age so pulio is crazy young he's just been in our in the zeitgeist since the Matthews draft, what was that, 2016? Yeah. Um, he's, just, he's just been around that long as like a tiny 18-year-old. So he just, uh, he's crazy young. And if Edmonton doesn't want them, I know uh, <laughs> I know a team that would gladly take oh, them. Oh,
1: absolutely. Do you think getting Yamamoto would shut up the people that were like mad that we took Norris?
0: Oh, that's me. <laughs> Not specifically Yamamoto. He was just one of <laughs> a few guys that I wanted, like Tolvanen or Heiskanen. Uh, no, not high skinning, uh Vaseline. And uh, there's a couple guys down there that I wanted and they took Norris. So Norris. I would definitely be excited. <laughs> Norris, got Norris, Carls- Norris got us Carlson.
1: Norris got us Carlson. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, the Sharks trade web worked out uh, in the future. It was like a Doctor Strange yeah. thing where he saw the one true path and knew we had to take Josh
1: Norris. <laughs> uh, he's like sitting there and it's like. Uh, I've seen all of the possibilities. And Doug Wilson goes, and how many did we get Carlson? (laughs) He says, just one.
0: (laughs) Doug Wilson Jr. just breaks his clipboard (laughs) over his knee to Tim Burke. Tim Burke is like, no, what do you mean? starts losing his mind.
1: And Uh, that's why we drafted Norris. Yes. uh, I'm like literally crying. It's (laughs) all part of the plan. We had a lot of Marvel talk in the Slack earlier, so (laughs) this is all just getting to me. (laughs) oh i love it so uh this week including the flames game they actually played four games (laughs) not three like we we said last last week
0: and it was a weird two on the road (sighs) in between two at home split
1: yeah and i mean like we said last week those two on the road that's they're pretty close by to each other not super far traveling wise anyway so it's whatever But uh, it was kind of a disappointing week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it sucked, but I'm not going to... I just... I kind of feel like we've kind of rehash the same things not not through a fault of our own just because this is what the team is giving us but it's just kind of like the same things like hey we'd like better lines oh the sharks are dominating then they lost oh the sharks lost that's fine the blues was kind of a new game where they just stunk the whole time and yeah. got beat up
1: yeah well that's the blues though i mean i feel like that's every time that they play the blues i, I hate that team. yeah i hate that team and i mean so like
0: much. i'm not too worried that they got blown out teams no team is gonna be perfect uh throughout the whole season like, it, you're going to have stinkers. I mean, teams have stinkers in the playoffs and go on and win the cup. So, like, it, it's I really it's one game word. out of 82. Stinkers. Ugh. Stinkers? I, I
1: don't know. It makes me think of, like, dirty diapers. I hate it. Oh gross. We're <laughs> Who has using, a stinker? never using that word again <laughs> on this show. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, the Minnesota game was good. A little frustrating, I think, in that, uh, I don't know. It, it felt like the that should have been a lot. I don't want to say, like, I don't know. It just, you know, they should have had a bigger lead there, I think.
0: Yeah, they they should have won by more, but...
1: (laughs) I mean, whatever, they still won, and they didn't give up the loser point, you know, so that's cool. Uh, Dallas, (sighs) I mean, that one, there's no reason they should have given up four goals to Dallas, and that's... That is what it is. Uh, St. Louis... St.
0: Louis is just a trash game that we're going to yeah. forget about. You know when they say, like, that's a burn the tape game where you just burn the tape and move on? Yeah. That's... Uh, that's that's one of those games. And um afterwards they ask Pavelski, like, what, like, he thought. And he gave the diplomatic captain's answer. It's great. Yeah. And then they asked Logan Couture and everybody was fired up because Logan Couture is going to tell it how he is. And he's like, oh, we playing defense like an AHL team, whatever. <laughs> it, no, but it.
1: God, I love Logan. It's great.
0: I, I love Logan Couture, too, because he says those kind of things. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so but when people are like, oh, Logan telling it the way it is, waking the guys up in the locker room, they all know what he's going to say. Yeah. They all say each other say that stuff to each other. You don't think when they get back in the locker room, Joe Thornton drops a few F-bombs and says, like, what the a hell few? are we doing here? They, you, yeah, they, they, I mean, they you, all do this.
1: <laughs> have you watched, uh, I mean, the Road to the Stadium series? Literally, Joe Pavelski is dropping F-bombs like nobody's business. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah,
0: so, like, it's not a wake-up call... It's it's a, it's nice to see him say it and recognize it, but he's not waking up Marcus Sorensen. Right. Marcus Sorensen knows he's there. Right. Right. <laughs> he, he's aware. So it's just kind of it's just kind of funny how um, I guess I think it's part of a bigger symptom where hockey players are designed off the assembly line to be boring cliche machines uh, and be yeah. part of the team and not an individual. And so when you see a guy saying, "Yeah, we're horrible," it's nice. Right. So I like it. I love Logan, but it was hilarious that everybody thought it was a wake-up call when everybody oh, knows. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. So <sighs> I think the one thing this week that's been different is has been, uh, well, first of all, Joe Thornton still is getting integrated back into the lineup. Uh, they lost Tomas Hurdle for a little bit there, and he came back today. Uh, but Joachim Ryan is not getting played. And, <laughs> no. and then, like, Tim Heed... Filled in for Joachim Ryan, which is weird. That was strange. Yeah, because they are they play opposite hands, right? Am I Uh
0: I don't know about that, but it was just weird that you took out a guy who's been pretty ensconced in the lineup, and it's been all right to put in a guy who hasn't played. After you're trying to shake... I, I don't know. It was just weird because it seemed like you're trying to shake things up, but then you're putting the guy in a tough spot.
1: Well, and... DeBoer's been playing Ryan literally like less than ten minutes a game. He'll bench him for he entire. He five
0: minutes the game before you scratched.
1: Yeah, entire third periods, he'll go without playing. Like that is insane to me. Like it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. I, I, don't,
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't get it what either. to say
1: to that because like, what has Joachim Ryan been doing wrong? Like, can, can we point to anything he's doing wrong? By the way, yes, Tim Heed is right-handed and Joachim Ryan is left-handed. So I knew that because they were a D pair in, uh, with the Barracuda together. So. Oh. so, yeah.
0: All right. So that's weird. So that means, that means not only does Brent Burns, who doesn't really have an interest in playing defense, doesn't have a, a proper-handed person to cover him. Yeah. <laughs> he has Tim Heed who hasn't played since, like, February or something like that. It was just such a strange game to put him in yeah I don't know it just seemed weird but Joakim Ryan played five minutes the night before and at least the one thing DeBoer is consistent on is that he's trying to send a message that it's a grind or whatever because he did the same thing to Suomela uh and then he just did it to Ryan because Ryan played tonight so uh it was it was just kind of weird it was a weird spot to get him in
1: it's a weird decision to make uh and I I just don't understand it and I you know we've been saying that he's probably going to try and trade Tim Heed so if it was to get Tim Heed ice time to up his value or whatever sure like that makes sense to me but it seems like just with how often he's benched Joachim Ryan that that's not what it was about it wasn't about Tim Heed it was about Joachim Ryan and that just does not make any sense to me <laughs> i don't get yeah, it yeah that's
0: a, that's a really good point cuz when you look at the ice times it's, it was more, it was definitely like you said at Yoakum Ryan point, which I, I'm confused as well because Brent Burns decides like, I'm going to stand over here by the face off dot. yokem Ryan, you do everything. It's just weird because no, nobody's saying Brent Burns is a defensive ace, but there's times where he, he doesn't like even really yeah. be in the right spot and Yoakum Ryan's got to cover. So it's just weird that Yoakum Ryan gets, punished sort of for having to do extra work like if he's playing with Vlasic or Carlson or Dylan or whatever he doesn't have to make those extra plays with his legs to cover back for a guy who's taking all these chances so it was just weird I'm very confused but Ryan was back and seemed to play good tonight so
1: yeah, um, he played 14 minutes tonight, so I don't know. And he had a 57% Corsi 4, so like...
0: Oh, that, that's, that doesn't matter. Please watch the game.
1: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, also, just weird time on ice since I was looking that up. Uh, Suamella and Goudreau played under 10 minutes tonight, while Carlson played 11. Isn't that great?
0: Melker Carlson?
1: Yep, Melker.
0: I didn't hear Melko's Carlson's name on the broadcast one time.
1: Yep. No, not,
0: I- not one time. I don't... I don't know what the, I, it'd be fine if everything else was ticking. We've said this a lot. If you fine that everything else was in the right boxes and we had the good D pairs and his one blind spot was Melker Carlson. Yeah. Fine. I'll give you that. But when everything else is kind of jostling around, I would like to see him out of there. I would love to see Rourke play some wing. Why not?
1: Yeah. Kevin LeBank Mel- l- less time than uh, Melker Carlson. Like, what? what really? Yeah. LeBanc played 10 minutes and 10 seconds. Carlson played 11 minutes and 13 seconds.
0: I don't understand why this LeBanc thing is happening. Yeah, it's I weird. Don't know. Um, j- just going back to Suomela quickly. He is damn good. Play him yeah. more. He had a play tonight where he entered the zone, went around some defenders, made a smart play where he kind of reached out the puck across the blue line so that the wingers on the other side wouldn't be offside, shielded it, went all the way around the back of the net, kept it up, went up the wing, and then made a pass for a play. That's a great play from your center. And there was other times too where Donskoy set him up for a goal and he just missed. There was one where he backed in on the goalie and Mike Smith made a great glove save. So I don't get why he's not playing a lot. And I know you have Couture and Thornton and I guess Pavelski now ahead of him. But God, he's so good. And I just... I just don't see – I don't get why he's not playing more. He's, he was really good even in the defensive end, and I know that's what they said they benched him for last time.
1: So this is where we have that issue that we talked about last week. We're putting Joe Thornton on the third line. Just totally messes up your bottom six because, like, like tonight, uh, Suomela and Goudreau and Carlson were not good when you're looking at your Corsi 4 percentage. And neither was really Marcus Sorensen or Kevin LeBanc. They all weren't great. But was LeBanc was on the top line tonight, though, wasn't he? Am I making that up? Uh, the lines
0: got pretty Yeah, they got jiggled, jiggled around.
1: Yeah. So the thing is, like, Suomel is a really good player. But by bumping him down to the fourth line, first of all, now he's playing with Goudreau and Carlson or Sorensen, whoever he gets thrown out there with when Pete DeVore decides to shake things up. So... He has his quality of line mates, not great compared to what he was playing with. And he's going to get used differently, you know? Like, his matchups are going to be different. And it just it messes up that whole bottom six that was pretty freaking effective, like, before. Yeah, third
0: line was great.
1: You know, so I just don't get it. I don't
0: get it. I don't get it. I The one thing I will hold reservation for is if DeBoer is putting... Thornton on the third line to let him have two weeks of games to get back into the groove. Yeah, that's there fair. Is that out there. I can see him doing that. He's obviously not going to tell anybody that because why would they tell us that? But I, if in uh, like a week or two from now, we see Thornton back up in the Lions normal, you, we can kind of point to see him getting his legs under him. But at, right now, we don't know that. So it's very frustrating. Also, Thornton looks really good. I think he's. I think he's got his legs.
1: Yeah, he played 12 minutes tonight. <laughs> so, That's it? Yeah.
0: Oh, weird. Yeah.
1: And Pavelski played 15. So like not a major, major difference, but still like enough that, you know, it's Fairly significant, Uh, you know, I mean, that's a greater difference than like Suamela and Melker Carlson, but, um,
0: (laughs) but still. Well, at the, at at the end of the game, it was Pavelski, Thornton, and Kane as a line again. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of weird. I think, I don't know if that had to do with Couture being injured. Couture was injured yes Um, that's true he went down apparently the the company line is uh he went down awkwardly near the end of the third period Mm -hmm. so we don't know what that was and i don't think there's really video of it so we don't know know what happened to him i'm assuming it's not going to be that bad if nobody really knows what happened
1: right i don't know i i hope that it's not that bad because like he is good i can't deal with this team without looking sure i just can't (laughs) I, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there just isn't a whole lot to say. I think the line blender bullshit needs to stop. It's driving me insane.
0: I just would like consistency right. out of a team. You're, you're giving them two games, three games, four games. The defense got seven and a half games or eight games or whatever. He's not even giving them games
1: out. at this point. <laughs> He's giving no. them like three <laughs> shifts and saying, well, that's not working. Oh, what? <laughs> In what world. Is that your basis? Like, just, oh, yep. Yeah, well, this didn't work for a period, so we're just gonna fuck everything up now and hope for the best.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm not talking about, like, Nashville, where they had to break glass in case of emergency style, mix it all up, see what's right, going on. I'm talking, right, like, right. regular games. They're starting off weird and then fix them up. It's just, I would just like some consistency to see. This team is devastating at full strength. Yeah. And they have a chance to do damage, and they're just being handicapped by... Weird decisions, and we've talked about this for for two weeks now. I, I don't want to keep railing on the same point, right. but um, it, it's just it's just kind of annoying and frustrating, especially when you see them go out and have a good game against Calgary and win. You're like, oh, okay, awesome, this is great.
1: Yeah. Do we want to just jump into some questions because we really don't have yeah. that much else to say here? So yeah,
0: the, I, I I just. Not that we don't want to talk about the same things over again. But, but, we, don't kinda, just, over again. <laughs> but we don't want to talk about the same
1: things over again. we don't want
0: to talk about the same things over again. Nothing has really changed from the last week yeah, or the week before. It's still the same line boundary stuff. So that's why it's kind of yeah. like we're saying the same things. But
1: <laughs> So we'll just uh, do some questions here. This first one. <laughs> we have to do. We just have to. It's from uh, Romina, who rams. I love her. And she asked, "Would you fuck Gritty? Be honest."
0: I'll let you go first.
1: I can't answer this question.
0: Okay, I'll go. No, (laughs) I do. I do. I do. uh, I do like long hair on uh, on. On my ladies that I cavort <laughs> with. Um, but not like a full haired body. <laughs> That's not really for me. <laughs> also, the thing I think that would really like, I'm not i am not going to body shame Gritty for being <laughs> who he is or she is or they are. Um, but the googly eyes. <laughs> the googly I think it's eyes. the googly eyes. Like imagine Gritty's on top. And you look Stop. up like, oh, I, I'm I'm getting down with Gritty. Stop. And those googly eyes are just looking. One's looking out the window and one's looking at your cat on the other oh side of the room. I, I don't think I could do the googly eyes. Also, do you think Gritty wears the helmet the whole time?
1: Oh, God. What's under the helmet? Does that make it worse? A bald spot? Oh, my God. <laughs> God. No, I can't do this. I can't do this oh my god (laughs) you have the answer you can just have a one-word answer no man the googly eyes that really that mm -mm, mm -mm,
0: it's the it's the googly eyes like you could even like yeah like because those kind of eyes are those kind of eyes that when it's dark you they glow and you can see them so you would be like yeah it's gonna be a lights off situation but those googly eyes are just gonna be like (laughs) i'm gritty what do you think gritty's voice sounds like
1: i hate this Oh God! What do you think gritty moaning sounds like? This is awful. Everything about this conversation is so bad. Um, no, I would not fuck gritty. I can't.
0: I, t- I don't think gritty moans.
1: Oh God! I think
0: gritty makes like loud like banging he noises, honks. like when your car won't start.
1: <laughs> he like, honks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is all awful. Do you
0: do you think do you think when gritty finishes he yells Philly?
1: Stop! <laughs> oh my God! I.
0: No, you know what? I bet you when Grady's in the zone, just just uh, getting down, he hums the Rocky theme music to himself to themselves. Uh, uh, <laughs> and he puts his hands, puts their hands up triumphantly. Uh,
1: no, no, nope, uh, no. Nope, nope. You know, on dudes, body hair kind of freaks me out anyway. But like fur, that's that's a hard pass. I, it's a th- it's a thick fur. Uh, ugh. Although he is one of my people as he is a ginger. So, like, it would be preserving our species. Um.
0: <laughs> our species. Gritty would also be the perfect uh, winter companion because Gritty is very warm oh, due yeah, to said thick fur.
1: <laughs> Jesus. All right. Maybe Gritty's into
0: some really weird shit. We're, uh, we're
1: moving on. We are 100. Do you think
0: we can get Gritty for an interview?
1: No. God, <laughs> I can't even look at gritty anymore I'm <laughs> <laughs> not after this this very brief conversation about whether or not we would fuck gritty all right it's from, a good question we're moving on we do have one question from a uh, number one fan <laughs> russian bot brown again <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want me to read it? Because I know you have an answer. Pre-
0: yeah, you can kind of just summarize it too if you want.
1: Uh, we'll go through it. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so something I've noticed watching EK65 play is that he keeps two hands on his stick much more than others. I'd like to know how you guys think this affects how he plays. Uh, the play tonight where he blocked a shot with a stick all the way into the neutral zone, if he only had one hand on his stick, he, he would not have been able to get the puck out of the zone and would have instead tipped it possibly towards the net. Also, most players would not have two hands on their stick when blocking a shot so kyle actually played hockey so he can answer this
0: yeah i've played hockey my whole life so technically so the technical answer is basically two hands if anybody's not played hockey when you have two hands on your stick you're spending more energy doing everything basically think about when you run when you run you pump your arms back and forth at your sides now imagine holding your arms out front of you and not really moving them that far kind of like you're holding a paddle so most of the time, so when you're learning hockey, as a kid, you, they teach you to keep two hands on the stick at all times. This ensures that whenever something happens, you're going to be ready to react. So uh, a puck, a pass comes your way, you can catch the pass. Um, a puck gets deflected, you can take a shot. Um, you can, like, like, knock people around and stuff like that. The time that they teach you to take your hand off your stick uh, is when you're trying to sprint to a puck or get back or skate something because when you put one hand on your stick you can pump your arms like you're running and your stick kind of just stays out of the way so that's the difference a lot of times when you see guys in the defensive zone when they have one hand on their stick it's going to be a forward they're going to be tired or they're just not paying attention so By him keeping two hands on his stick, he is ready at any time for when the puck comes to him to get it and make a play. So if you watch Eric Carlson play, he gets the puck, and a lot of times he's making a pass immediately, or he's circling back in his zone and starting a breakout pass. This is by virtue of him, A, being in the right spot, but B, his two hands are on the stick. He's a smaller guy, so it also helps him balance if somebody huge comes and hits him. But if you compare it to, say, like, Brendan Dillon, who has one hand on his stick, and you see him swinging it around, it's not as stable. Yeah, you can reach farther, and yeah, you might be a little bit faster, but because Carlson's putting himself in the positions correctly, and he's fast enough to recover, by keeping two hands on his stick, he's able to make a play as soon as he has the puck. Um, so when it does trickle out to him, he can make that... Backhand to hit and get it back out of the blue line. So basically, this whole thing is Eric Carlson's better at hockey than ninety nine point nine percent of everybody else. <laughs> um, so, and by him keeping two hands on a stick, he can make plays a little bit faster and a little bit better. And it, it just takes more effort and skill to do that rather than skating around with one hand on your stick.
1: Makes sense. I don't. I don't have That's anything very long technical. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to add that you didn't really cover. So I mean, I guess. So one other question we have uh, is, given our power play and general offensive philosophy, is Fenwick a better metric to analyze Sharks than Corsi? Seems to be a lot of shots uh, into skates. Is that just confirmation bias? So the difference between Fenwick and Corsi is that Fenwick doesn't count block shots. And and the reason for that is, you know, that uh, blocking shots is kind of seen as a skill, which... eh. I have my own eh, own I'm opinions on, on that. that. <laughs> Thinking that blocked shots is a skill is, uh, it's the reason that Chris Russell is making what like four million dollars <laughs> or something. Yeah. Stupid. I mean,
0: they physically teach it how you. They physically teach you how to do it. So in that case, it's a skill. But at the same time, I'd say eighty percent of blocked shots are just you standing there right. by accident. But
1: at the same time, that can kind of take out the block shots where the sharks are just kind of unlucky where where like the like Andrew the guy who answers or asked the question um he said that you know shots going into skates well yeah that Fenwick's gonna take that out of the equation it's gonna read that as a block shot so yes and no I think I think the better thing to look at is is looking at Corsi and then um looking at your expected goals for um and that's going to that's gonna take away some of that kind of confirmation bias where you think that you're just seeing a lot of those shots going going into skates or whatever. Those are probably going to be your best bet. You know, Corsi's been referred to a lot when it comes to the Sharks this season because they are pretty well dominating in that area. And I, I think it's been indicative of their play. I think you can you can physically see, like, on the ice, what is happening. Because I've said this before, but the stats don't come out of nowhere. <laughs> you can yeah, see. Yeah, they don't just
0: pull them out of the sky yeah. and be like, you are the Corsi gods now
1: yeah you can see that uh that the sharks are are dominating in those areas and I, i don't think that you know taking out block shots or not is is really gonna affect the the overall interpretation of those games in a in a significant kind of way i think expected goals for is a really big one um that's that's one of those areas where you can kind of see how how Corsi kind of lines up with with what they're doing? If, Basically,
0: what you're what you're seeing on the ice, you can look at the Corsi and see kind of like, oh yeah, they they are doing the things that I'm thinking. Or there's going to be a discrepancy. You can dig deeper, and then you look yeah. at expected goals. Yeah, it's a puzzle. Uh,
1: but as far as the the difference between Corsi and Fenwick in that that regard, meh.
0: <laughs> I think Fenwick's kind of been lost into the dustbin of history, sort of too. Not lost, but course yeah. has succeeded as the, the, the yeah there was a while
1: staff. where everyone's like no Fenwick is so much better
0: <laughs> yeah also uh, people make this point continuously but I want to make it too why didn't they just call it shots for <laughs> shots directed at net Corsi and Fenwick are stupid <laughs> names uh
1: Fenwick was named after the like a blogger I think like the guy who like
0: yeah so was Corsi. Yeah.
1: oh was it really I I was, yeah like, Corsi was named after a guy
0: <laughs> I don't know these
1: things I I don't know. Because it's also, I mean, it's not just shots for. Because it also counts shot attempts, which is where you get like, because it's shots, shot yeah, attempts, be. Shot and then block shot shots, and like Fenwick is just shots and shot attempts. So I, I don't, I don't know.
0: They but, are stupid names.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well. A little they're bit. Confusing.
0: Confusing.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they're no less uh, confusing than PDO, which means literally nothing. Oh yeah, I, 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 I
0: fully agree with you. Like most of most of these stats have really weird names.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: what does PDO stand for?
1: It was uh, the guy who came up with it, like his username or something like that. Like started with PDO, and that's where it that's came a, from. That's amazing. Like something like that. I could be a hundred percent wrong on this, but uh, yeah, it's. It it doesn't stand by of like for anything, like
0: that's amazing.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: we're gonna put this collection of letters together.
1: Yup, it, it's uh, super th- weird. That's awesome. Oh, here we go. Uh, actually, this is from a Fear of the Fin article. So, good on us. It is from two 2000- thousand. Who wrote it? Through two thousand twelve. Shout out to the Neutral. Like thanks, buddy. Oh. Um so <laughs> why is it called that? PDO is surprisingly not an acronym. It is named after a commenter on the late great hockey blog, Irreverent Oilers Fans, or Irreverent Euler Fans, who first noted that the Oilers organization had a habit of dumping players with low on ice PDO ratings while signing those with high PDOs to long term contract extensions. Wow, that explains a lot about the Oilers. Uh, The blog's main (laughs) writer, Vic Ferrari, was the first to track the stat.
0: Oh, Nice. Yeah. It was Vic Ferrari, that's dope.
1: Yeah, so uh that was the, the like his username Genesis. had pdo in it. And that's just where it came from.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Isn't that weird. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it means literally nothing. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So we 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 were planning this episode, really there was just one one part we were looking forward to.
0: Oh, hell yes.
1: It's time for a sense check. <laughs> so last week literally like after we were done recording the best video of the senators (laughs) was leaked
0: oh this is this is this This should be in the Hall of Fame. It's... Just, like, on... Like, if you've ever been to the Hall of Fame, which I don't know how many of you have, but you go in, there's always, like, TVs and monitors and, like, displays and stuff with, like, clips running. They should just have this in one of the rooms running. Just with Chris Weidman being like, yeah, they just come in, we don't even try.
1: It's literally the most beautiful thing I I have ever (laughs) watched in my life. Like, and the drama around it is so good. It's so juicy. I just... Everything we've learned oh, about been, this like, in the last week is just every new thing is my new favorite thing that I know. Oh, there's <laughs> been
0: backlash, and there's been backlash to the backlash, and there's been like new backlash uh, and sympathy. And then the one constant though is that Melnicka sucks.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Should we like play this? Yeah.
0: To the outside. Okay. You know no what? Free break in. The, the best it's part the about their break in is the fact that we don't even slow them up. No, they never, come why in does Chris Weidman have his hand on his head?
1: In practice, the when we TV break out against
0: part. you guys, we get in every time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> shitting on their <laughs> own team.
1: <laughs> uh, we get can in can tell every tell time. I'm really
0: pleased with, you know. asks them where you're from and he's like, you can tell we're really pleased. As you would probably guess, our PKs are at the bottom of the league right now. <laughs> yeah. We're like 68% and we did it today. Tierney so looking not. up the stats. <laughs> yeah. Will you please look up the stats? Yeah. No, we're like, what's second. That's our keeper? Oh, my god.
1: I uh, like 25
0: maybe? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, one Power of them has the stupid, fl- like, light blinker yeah. flash as they There's get messages. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. The old GKs
0: have 29 yeah. at 69% we're 2% away from the worst... we're 2% tomorrow, away from the worst... If we get buried on tomorrow, we're bottom of the league. Oh my god. <laughs> if we get buried <laughs> tomorrow, we're bottom of the <laughs> league. Marty Ramon. No, I think they went one. They went only one. coach in HL history to have the worst power play and worst PK... with <laughs> in the same calendar year. calendar year! <laughs> Duchesne. It, it is. <laughs> oh. do, you, do you notice that do you notice that when he... When he uh, runs the video, like if you actually do pay attention, he doesn't ever teach you anything. He just commentates no. what's happening. He's like, uh here's uh someone's skating on the wall with the box. I not say what to do with it. Yeah. Here's the other thing. He you just know, commentates. They don't change anything ever, so why do you even have a meeting? Like I don't pay attention <laughs> in
1: three weeks. And like, you my, <laughs> That's my favorite change. line. Three That's weeks. And my favorite
0: <laughs> line. You I must have been listening. To me. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew what to do because he hasn't changed a thing. I no also I also gets. hate how he quizzes us. He's like, oh, yeah. he's like, uh, what do you do here, Max? He's like, uh, I don't know, for me. Uh, hesitation. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, poor I Alex Formanton got sent back oh, yeah. uh, to juniors right after this. <laughs> 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 no coach, red <we're> practice <laughs> at fucking school. He asked, he, in the middle
1: of the he asked me once too, and I didn't give him the, the good answer. and He came to see me after, and I was like, Marty, I didn't play a shift in like fucking <laughs> you know, since the start of last season. Marty, I did. I was so when I had to play shift
0: I was peeking, and fucking Borotid went up off my laces. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was boomerang my Twiggy into the glass. <laughs> I was so mad. He's like, uh, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't even mad I Dutchie, I saw you get hit and. uh... Great fucking progress. <laughs> he's like, if you notice. uh... can't do it If you notice. <laughs> he's, like, if you notice uh, he's like, if you notice, mellow, uh...
1: Melo, I love that they call him Melo. We'll just play
0: with Melo. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking <laughs> Melo. Melo,
0: we need a fucking. Melo we need to fucking, oh, Mello, we, Mello, do, need need to do something crazy else? tomorrow. Yeah. We need you to like slide and block him with your head. We fucking rights tomorrow and a rock. What <laughs> if we all just <laughs> start? Melo, tomorrow. If we have a nice battle behind the net, maybe we'll get a fucking rights. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? We'll do, like, like, <laughs> if we have a nice battle behind the net, up, maybe we'll get a head. fucking rights. we be like fucking. <laughs> Right. No. Don't, jump get, on the ice don't get hit. Right. Don't get hit in the face. But hey, Mel, if he if he asks any questions, you have to answer. Yes. On yeah. So you after he Answer. All. He goes. Fucking rich, bro. <laughs> yeah. right, if he asks I'll a question tomorrow, call him Mel. call him Mel. No, please ask a question. Just so he says, great question. Great question. Great question. So he says, great question. fucking just like stupid question, like we all know.
1: Yeah. So are we, what are we doing? Are we cutting this off? Wanna, yeah. you, you want us going yeah. hard, right? Are we yeah. cutting the top still, okay. or are we just standing there and letting them shoot one-timers?
0: Are we going to give up 17 tomorrow? Hey, Marty, what's our game for we the today? We're going to give up 14 the shots on the PK, Seventeen. Marty, are we hesitating, <laughs> yes or no? Why does the driver get out?
1: Oh, he must be able oh, to move let, the let seat. them out, Oh, to move the seat. Thank you. God. That is... It's so
0: funny. Oh, they all said thank you to the driver, though. That's nice. They're respectful.
1: But, well, did you hear what, uh, what happened? So you say they're very polite. Did you hear?
0: Oh, but apparently they didn't tip.
1: Yeah, they didn't tip. That's why
0: it got leaked. So, So, so in, uh. In, in like, uh because I'm young and live in an expensive city, I drive Uber in my spare time outside of my real job. Um And if I ever see somebody get in my car who's between the ages of 18 and 35, I don't expect them to tip because I know the struggle. I'm like, I got you. I feel you. If you're older, I expect you to maybe throw me some money away. If you're a famous hockey player, I expect you to throw down, like, a nice little 10 spot or something on there.
1: Right. And especially how many people were in that Uber, like...
0: Each one of those people makes a million dollars or more a year.
1: And there were seven people in that Uber. Like, that's...
0: Yeah, throw them 10 bucks. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like...
0: Uh, to be fair, his service was lacking. He should have uh, struck up more of a conversation, and there was no music. Come on, man!
1: Jesus, like I, I don't know. I I just I think it's so funny, especially with Ottawa's whole reputation of being very cheap. <laughs> to then Jesus. have their players it's
0: filtering down to their players.
1: Not yeah, <laughs> not tip their Uber driver. So the real lesson here is tip your Uber drivers, guys, because <laughs> they can all kinds Yeah, maybe it was just you. bad that
0: they didn't tip them, but uh, um. The thing is, I don't fault these senators at all. Who among us hasn't complained about their bosses outside of work? Oh,
1: absolutely. But, uh, I mean, at the same time, I I just think it's... Because here's the thing. And someone had said something like... and I don't remember who said this. It was one of the... I think one of the Sharks players even actually said it. Or one of the beat writers had said something about it. I don't remember. But uh, that, you know... Or maybe it was DeBoer actually said it, that, you know, there are probably com- conversations about DeBoer that he wouldn't want to hear.
0: It, it was DeBoer. I think he said, yeah, he said something along the line. He was like, there's probably somebody talking about me in an Uber right now. So. But,
1: like, here's the thing. Not to that extent. Like, it just cannot be to that extent. Because even, I mean, other teams are bad. Yes. Ottawa right now is is riding the fact that they're very Horungous. lucky. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, not very technically good. And, and I think that to the extent, you know, the I haven't paid attention in weeks and then just like mocking his entire style of coaching, not good.
0: He doesn't, he doesn't sound like a good coach.
1: Yeah, not good, but
0: <laughs> also, like, I also, it was apparently, um, according to, uh, senators things, uh, it wasn't a great hire to start with. Apparently it was a very dubious hiring, yeah. uh, from Jump Street. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, I just think these are guys like venting on a tear, obviously bad team. They're all very young. I think they're just venting in an Uber and why is that guy filming them? Like, like, what are you doing, man? So I'm not, I'm not going to fault them. Are, should they have shit talked to him so much? No. Are they very frustrated? Yeah. Everybody's talked shit about their boss. That's my own personal view. I don't know, my man. I, the way
1: I see it is that that's very clearly indicative that that's a coach who has lost his room. Like, you know, like... Oh,
0: for sure.
1: And, you know, even though, sure, there are probably guys shit talking to Bohr Sure. They're probably frustrated at some of the dumb shit he's doing right now. But are they sitting there and having a conversation like that? I don't think no. that that's... The tone of that conversation is entirely different then how you talk about, you know, a coach that you're just frustrated with or something. And and it's yeah, for
0: sure. And this is this is an assistant coach, too. We don't even know what their thoughts are. Oh, right. Yeah, coach.
1: absolutely. God, oh, I would love to to be an Uber driver for that <laughs> conversation. But uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's a mess. It's a mess. And the organization knew about the video before it leaked, which really it's just probably that the sun was like, hey, we have this. We're running this. Just heads up. We're running this but people made it into like this they knew and it's like nah man they probably just you know gave him a heads up that it was gonna run or or someone at the paper was like hey yo this yeah, this is yeah happening. for sure but
0: it's hilarious too that afterwards they cut the credentials of someone yes
1: well they didn't cut <laughs> his credentials like King they petty just move. put him on the no-fly list with you know like he wasn't which is is bizarre it basically gave him no heads up to make travel travel accommodations for that, that trip. So, like, I don't know. That's just kind of shitty more than anything. It's super I, shitty. And
0: if you read the article, too, about that, they talk about Brent – I think it's Brent Wallace. Apparently, Melnick said, I'll bury you uh, when he disagreed oh, with yeah. him afterwards and stuff. So, uh, you can tell that there is a – I don't want to say a poison, but a vein of unrest throughout that entire organization from the from the yeah. top down. So, it, it doesn't – you said that everything that keeps coming out is, my fi- is your favorite, and <laughs> me too. I just love that each new twist brings a new level of absurdity, but, like, are we really shocked <laughs> right. that, they, that they cut somebody from the fly list? Not really.
1: Right. Yeah. So since, it's so funny. Since that video, they have lost... Uh, actually, they've done alright. They've lost two? No, three. Didn't they
0: beat Vegas?
1: So, the, yeah. No. They lost 5-3 to Vegas. Yes. Um, they beat tampa bay f- six to
0: four <laughs> that's who i was thinking about um, and they
1: beat new jersey seven to three but then tampa bay also beat them four to three in overtime and then the panthers beat them tonight five to one so like
0: did, sh- did- thomas shabbat though is f- leading defenseman in points and he's in the top five in points in the league
1: <laughs> yeah thomas shabbat is nuts
0: he's imagine shabbat and carlson on the same team
1: Ooh. <laughs> 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 he's got 22 points that's
0: insane yeah yeah he's ridiculous yeah, he's very good <laughs> yeah it's just uh, my favorite thing is uh, senators people saying that they won the trade or whatever and they have a carlson replacement in shabbat <laughs> you don't need a carlson replacement if your team just was working properly right and you kept carlson and had shabbat and had le Joie. right that's 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 the thing that's the disconnect is that you didn't need to jettison Carlson to let the others grow they could have all grown together right
1: right right you say you have a Carlson replacement well like the Sharks have Brent Burns and Eric Carlson
0: yeah it's not like like, it's not like they got Carlson we're like okay now we need to send Burns to Carolina
1: right. (laughs) (laughs) right like it just makes no sense it makes no sense and especially when no one on their team is scoring right now it's like all the same Five guys or six guys doing all of the scoring.
0: Is, is Tom Payat still at zero points? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. Let's
1: see. Did anyone get off the Schneid here? No, not really. It's I think McCormick. Maybe I don't remember if last week I had said he had had a point or not. But and someone named Nick Paul. Oh yeah, <laughs> has come up. <laughs> Uh, he's played five games now and has heir to the Paul Fortune. Has one assist, so just like just got in good. there and got an assist. But uh, who who will Christian Woolinen, Jack R- Rodewald? Is that how you? How do you say that?
0: <laughs> how do you? Sp- <laughs> how do you spell that name
1: i don't even know who this is uh r-o-d-e-w-a-l-d
0: yeah Rodewald, i'm assuming yeah anyway
1: I don't, they, that's
0: a not a real human they've
1: both played one game no points uh oh and the, god I, senators please just get easy to pronounce names because i can't keep doing this eric berg dover maybe <laughs> what uh
0: eric bendover <laughs>
1: B u r g d o e r f e r Bergdorfer. Yep, sure. Dorifer. Wow, that, that is, that is a yeah, handle. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Anyway, one day, the craziest zero thing too is
0: that they they sent uh, Drake Batherson down to the AHL, and he's got. Like, he's leading 20-year-olds all time in the history of the AHL in points or something like that. He's scoring at a rate that, like, Miko Rantanen and, like, William Nylander and stuff scored. It, he's scoring at an unbelievable rate. He had a six-point game the other day. Damn. Why don't you call him up?
1: Yeah, so of the players who have one point, most of them have played ten or fewer games you still have Christian Yaros, who has played 13 games. Borowicki's played 12. And Magnus Piarvi has played 17, and he has one point. Um, everyone else has played fewer than 10 games. Then you look at the people with no points. All of them have played five or fewer games, except for Tom Payat, who has played 17. Tommy P! Like, <sighs> what? What?
0: Their team makes no sense. No. And I get it that they're trying to be bad, but at the same time, they don't have their first overall pick. I, I feel bad for shitting on the Senators. Drake Batherson looks like the real deal. Yeah. I wonder if they trade Craig Anderson, though.
1: Uh, oh, geez. Um, actually, going back to the the Uber video for a minute, it's really... Uh, the thing <laughs> that they talk about is DeMello quite a bit, about the, the fucking right DeMello. <laughs> <And>, like, <laughs> it, it just... They're like, make a, you know, make a ridiculous play so that you get a fucking right DeMello out of it. Like, (laughs) I think they just value, like, weird shit, (laughs) like, from players. Like, that's the thing. Like, they really genuinely believe that Dylan DeMello is, like, their best defenseman. Uh, Probably under Shabbat, of
0: course. But, like...
1: That's got to be it's, right, it's, like yeah.
0: And that's that's not
1: wild good. to me.
0: <laughs> hey, but Brady, uh, uh, Brady Kachuk just came back. And oh, got did a he? Point, so awesome. He's good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. His he, points per game is. Uh, I mean,
0: off off the chart. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> It might be good. a point per game. Uh,
1: oh, it's over a point per game. So
0: yeah, that it's it, Ottawa. So such a weird team because they got rid of Carlson, who's still in his prime, but they have these young pieces that are legitimately tantalizing shabbat brady kachuk uh stone is still there uh lejoie drake batherson's looking like the real deal alex formanton is looking good they they have these randomly young good core but then they're filling out the rest of their roster with tom piatt and matt borowicki and cody Peepee.
1: yeah
0: like it doesn't make any sense and i don't know what they're doing because they don't have their pick this year
1: yeah it's it's a mess but at least we have that that video to
0: oh, that video will live on forever. Yes. It's just so good. <laughs> I like I like too that they they're such hockey bros too that they're saying things like pracky oh, and yeah. Twiggy and, and stuff. There's so, like real words. So
1: generic. Like it's oh my god. I I'm not over that either. That uh, it like gave me war flashbacks to college. <laughs> oh god. Like
0: oh. yeah, you're heading to pracky. Yeah, we're going to head her soon. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> these guys are just the most
1: yeah, I went to. A, I a think hockey they're all school. Canadian too, right? I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. I went to a hockey school, and uh, my first ever college party as a college student, anyway, uh, was at the hockey house. And oh god, like just listening to those guys talk—it's. Oh, uh, that's exactly. If you don't know what
0: if you don't know what wheel snipe Sally means out <laughs> of the hockey context, Sally you're gonna be really please. lost.
1: Yeah. Oh god. Oh, all right. Let's let's move on to our predictions. We got to wrap this up here pretty quick. So, this week the Sharks are playing three games and it's three games for Real this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Counting is hard. So,
1: it's a little nice little homestand here, which is good uh, and I think that com- yeah, competition is, isn't too is, bad for this little homestand either. So,
0: this is games 2, 3 and 4 of the 6 game stand.
1: Yes. So, first it's uh, against Nashville. Uh, then, the
0: best team in the league. Uh, according to points. According to points, <laughs> not according to yeah. my eyes, my two eyes. <laughs> uh,
1: and they've got a night off between all these games as well. So then it's against Toronto and against St. Louis. Uh,
0: oh, um, Nashville, just to put a little pin in that one too, is Nashville will be coming off the second day of a back to back. They're playing Dallas the night before. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think Toronto is the first night of a back-to-back they play like la or anaheim the next day um so i don't know what's going to be going on there but those are nashville's good like i don't think they're the best team in the league like the points say um toronto's good and uh no there's definitely some
1: underlying numbers for nashville that are not great
0: no, I, I think I think they're they're putting up points better than than what they indicate. I think Toronto is good, but they're in kind of a weird spot right now. Who's the third Their team? Defense also sucks. Oh, Toronto's defense is horrendous. Uh, St. Louis and oh my god, St. Louis is bad, but they have a lot of talent. That's the thing about St. Louis is that even though they're at the bottom of the league, and I think we might talk to this in the preseason, they still have guys like. Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Chen, Jaden Swartz, Tarasenko, Peter Angelo, Dunn, uh, Pareko.
1: Right. The thing about... Jake Allen (laughs) is just horrendous. Well, that's the thing. And so, like, St. Louis, to me, is one of those teams that is just... uh, You know, because I think... Sometimes people give too much credit to coaching. There are other times when there's not enough. I think like last year, uh, Vegas is a good example where a lot of credit was given to the GM where when I think that that credit should have gone to the coach who made the most sure. out of that roster. St. Louis is one of those teams where like it's it's the opposite direction where coaching has just made that team garbage and it's absolutely coaching is the problem
0: coaching and jake allen
1: yeah well and that too that's that's the other thing i mean
0: but yeah they should they should be playing more like how san jose and carolina play where they're getting lots of chances and if they have to win five four they will because they have so much talent on the ice and yeah it's just really weird
1: instead they're turning into like saber sabers west (laughs) or nashville how isn't
0: it? Is it isn't St. Louis coached by your favorite coach?
1: Yeah, Mike Yo and his fucking cue ball head. Yeah. kind <laughs> of hate that guy. <laughs> so, uh out of those six points, what are you thinking?
0: It's tough because not there it, there's no gimme. Yeah. In all the weeks we've been doing this has always been one game against Arizona, against Buffalo. Right, right. Against right. Against they, whomever. Like realistically game, they could
1: lose against any of these teams. I mean... Yes. Yeah.
0: San Jose has no problem winning against any team in the league. That's not that's not their issue. It's that they could lose against any of these teams. I'm going to say they get five points. I think they lose in a shootout to somebody.
1: I'm going to say they get three.
0: Ooh. Three overtime losses?
1: <laughs> uh, one win, one overtime loss.
0: And, and one regulation and one, loss, yeah, that's, obviously. That's, yep. that's risky. Yep. Uh, I think I think they get five. I think I think w- I have been on the record uh, saying that this is the home stand. This is the month where they start taking off with the division. And I think I don't want to be wrong. I don't like being wrong. Screw that noise. So, prove me right, Charles.
1: <laughs> I think they lose to. I think they lose an Don't o- don't say it. Uh,
0: don't you dare say what?
1: it. What? I, I was going to say they lose an overtime to Toronto. <laughs> oh, no. And uh they lose to St. Louis
0: probably. I don't know. They, I would be okay with a 2-point week uh as long as those 2 points come against Toronto.
1: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I'm good. I have a, I have a lot of uh I have a lot of trash talk uh coming up this week, I guess. It's uh it's going to be rough in the household.
1: <laughs> Aaron watch how many games? This is hard because they're, they're not back-to-back.
0: And Jones played really good tonight.
1: Yeah, for Credit months.
0: credit Credit where credit is due. He played good tonight. Yeah, I mean... He, he played good hockey. I mean,
1: he made 28 saves. It's not, like, you know, super That's out good. there.
0: He also made some outrageous saves. Like, yeah. you know what we talk about? He got to make the hard save sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He yeah, made yeah, the yeah. hard save sometimes tonight. So uh, I'm not going to shit on him for a good performance. Is he elite? No. But he did play good, and I'm hoping this is the start of an upswing for him. Fair enough. Because we've seen that. So uh, I don't think... I I think we see Dell once. Against Toronto. Toronto? I think because... (laughs) um, (laughs) Because you
1: want to start your starter against a really good team.
0: Yeah, we want to put our starter against the best team of the group. No, I think that he's going to put Jones in against Nashville because he's coming off that good game. There's a break. Nashville is in the conference. He gives then Jones a day off, and then he puts him against... Uh and then he puts Jones against uh the blues to get revenge. Alright. What do you think?
1: Uh
0: Zero. Uh, yeah, that's why
1: I I was I don't think we see him this week.
0: That's fair. Uh, I could I could see that too. is a good answer. Yeah.
1: Um and then bold prediction.
0: Uh Eric Carlson gets a hat trick against Toronto. Damn. <laughs> No, that's too bold. He nope. gets two goals against Toronto. Nope,
1: you said uh, you got to go with your <laughs> right. gut here.
0: I just I just want San Jose to bury Toronto. Yeah. Just bury them on the ice, like <laughs> 6-1 or something outrageous. But yeah, Eric Carlson breaks that dam against Toronto. All right. We should realistically just say Eric Carlson things every week yeah. until he finally does score. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to say that, oh, who can be Pete DeBoer's punching bag of the week? It's LeBanc. It's your boy. Spin the wheel. Kevin LeBanc gets healthy scratched.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I, li- I like when the bold prediction is, is, is bold, yet realistically nothing <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs>
1: Like throwing darts at the wall and yep, Kevin LeBanc gets scratched for some reason.
0: <laughs> the, the, the press box wheel.
1: Yep. <laughs> um that oh, melker carlson for some reason is not on
0: <laughs> melker carlson is playing 82 strong baby he's <laughs> going the distance uh,
1: good lord all right do you have final thoughts
0: uh i have a lot of thoughts about joel quenville coaching certain teams. shit
1: dude i want him so bad <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, he is when when we, we you had touched on it briefly where uh, so, uh coaching can sometimes be overrated and guys like gallant deserve way more respect and then Yo and carlisle need less respect because they're actually hindering their teams joel quenville is one of the rare coaches where he will legitimately make a difference he is very good yeah
1: oh absolutely 100 percent.
0: yeah he he's got like his winning percentage is outrageously high. He's won cups. Um, even when St. Louis fired him, he was still well above 500 win percentage. Look at what he's done with Chicago. Look at the Chicago start this season, a team that everybody picked to be dead on arrival.
1: Yeah. He, I, he I, got, got saddled with just the worst possible situation in terms of, uh, you know, the roster being tied down the way it was. And,
0: Which, I mean, three cups, I'll trade for that.
1: Right, right. Well, absolutely, that's the thing, is that, like, he he was a very good coach, had a very good roster, and had a GM that just did not know how to...
0: How to do math?
1: Yeah. (laughs) How to keep the team successful for a long period of time. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, he couldn't keep it in his pants when he saw those contracts. Yeah, so... (laughs) It was coming out. uh,
1: And, you know, there have been rumors about Quenville and Bowman and um the the issues there for a long time so it's not like surprising by any means that that he's the first one canned uh yeah in this situation it's just kind of but weird because
0: they started off well
1: yeah like they stood <laughs> to find a lot of expectations to start the season and they're like and you're gone but yeah
0: what do you think uh where do you think he ends up? Oh,
1: I want him in San Jose so bad. You
0: have no idea. Oh. So do I. So, just to help set the stage a little bit for everybody else, too, is that he is ready to coach now. He's it, Apparently, the rumor is that he's good hanging out at home with his family, uh-huh. but he's ready when a team comes calling, and he's not interested in a rebuild. So, LA and Anaheim, bye-bye. Deuces. Yeah. Take your names out of the running.
1: So, see, I could see him still going to Anaheim, though, because I think... That other, I mean, the underlying numbers there suck, but they have been a a contender for so long, and like they're very injured right now too. That they could be like, look, once everyone's healthy, this is a good team.
0: Uh, I I guess their numbers are so bad though. Yeah.
1: uh, And and I don't think that they're in full rebuild yet, but they're in denial. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. The Oilers obviously need a new coach, but. I don't think he'll do that because somehow they're just in a perpetual rebuild.
0: Yeah. But Connor McDavid. Well, yeah,
1: there's that. I I honestly don't know. I mean, you think about who else one. is going to fire their coach. It's going to be St. Louis. Uh,
0: St. Louis, baby. Yeah.
1: you, you think <laughs> He's going to really.
0: <laughs> that team's good. Yeah. He's and he knows he like he was there before. Time heals all wounds. No. Um, that's so if not there's true. any bad blood, he could go back. I think the one big handicap is that they fired him before, so I don't know if they'll go back to the well, Montreal style. Right, right. But I don't. I I like I like Edmonton as a dark horse uh, in there to get rid of McCullough. I don't. I just don't know what those. are Well, the Penguins
1: are also very bad right now. So yeah, I mean Washington. You could see them.
0: Columbus would be a good one too because Tortorella sucks. I
1: hate him so much. Yeah,
0: Uh, you know who? You know who? You know who's a sneaky one? San Jose. This roster is talented AF. Oh. And the coach is getting nothing out of them. Florida.
1: Really? You think Florida's talented?
0: Well, they have one of the four best centers in the league in Barkov. Then they have Huberto, Tracek, Hoffman, Ekblad, whatever. They have talent in that roster. They should be much better than they are. Yeah, they have. They need a goalie. Here's the thing.
1: They have some talent, but like, I don't know. I think the, their highs are, aren't are that high. I mean, Barkov is obviously very, very good, but uh, yeah. Eh. The rest of it, eh. like, and then their lows are pretty low. I mean, they still have Michael Haley. So, like, I mean, (laughs) not right now, not currently, but, you know.
0: He's in the organization. Yeah, so, like, eh. Yeah. I just, I could see a lot of teams trying to make a move for him, but at the same time, there's teams that just absolutely won't. Yeah. uh, Another wild card is Seattle.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. But Dave Tippett's involved there, so I don't know. Yeah,
1: um... The other thing with Florida too, I think, is that they you know, the that coach is only what, a year? Second year. It's yeah. Bob Bugner, former Sharks yeah, Assistant.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's still,
1: only in year, too. Yeah, I don't still think. fairly recent. Uh, I don't
0: But do you know who the GM of Florida is? It's Dale Tallon. Do you know who hired uh Quenville at Chicago?
1: Was it really Dale Tallon? Oh, yeah. oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's there's a connection oh, there. Well,
1: you you might be onto something then. But I want him as... I just don't
0: know if they fire Bugner in here, too. I
1: want him in San Jose so bad. and
0: I, Yeah, that would be amazing.
1: Like, uh, that would be it. That would be the thing. <laughs> like, we said Eric Carlson would be the thing. And we did not realize that stupid coaching decisions would get made. So... Uh, give us squad vote. <laughs> and...
0: Yeah, and I, I I, think I've made this point before, maybe not as specifically, but if you look at the Warriors, the Warriors had a, the framework of a good roster. They had something there. They had a bunch of stuff. They had Curry coming into the stuff. Curry, we know. Draymond was there. Clay was there. They had good pieces and stuff. Bob Myers realized that Mark Jackson could only take this team as far as he could. Yeah. Uh, Mark Jackson was capping with the talent. So he got rid of Mark Jackson, brought in Steve Kerr to take them from a 48 win team to a 60 win team and get them to the title sometimes that's the difference between winning the title or getting to the finals and being a good team is that you need that change and if you look across the bay into san francisco or to oakland the warriors are the blueprint where they got rid of mark jackson even though he was good and the warriors were good they got rid of him and brought in a a coach that gave you a higher ceiling and i think that's kind of a situation where Deboer has got the sharks as far as deborah can take the sharks and quenville might be the piece that puts them over the edge
1: can Kerr come coach the Sharks? Uh, he's coaching two teams? You know I who win. I actually want to come coach the Sharks?
0: Beto O'Rourke? Or no.
1: Well, who, <laughs> uh No.
0: Ryan Klo. <laughs> oh, man. Is there any evidence that he's a good coach he's yet? He's
1: coaching the Growlers.
0: And they're yeah, doing but... very
1: well. They've actually had a pretty stacked season. They've played. Uh, oh, nice. Like like, six more games than everyone else in the league has right now. They've played a lot of games, and uh, they're
0: doing quite well for themselves, so. Nice. He's maybe that hometown cooking. Plus, he was the, I mean... He's back on the rock, having fun. He was
1: the uh, assistant coach in New Jersey, so, I mean, like, you know.
0: Maybe he's not ready to give up jam-jams and screech yet. (laughs) That's a deep cut for the six Canadian listeners.
1: Uh, I just... I would not be upset if he came back to coach. That'd be fun. Yeah.
0: One day in the future, we're going to be like forty years old and be like, "Hey, Ryan, close the <laughs> coach now." Uh,
1: but can you imagine him coaching this roster with guys that he played with? My heart.
0: It would be so weird. Like, do you think Joe Thornton's going to be like, "Hey, Chloe, what's up?" I'm not doing. I mean,
1: that. it happens in the ECHL <laughs> all the time. Um, actually, right now, both K Wings coaches were our players who retired and immediately became coaches the next season of that team. So.
0: Well, the coach in Chicago, Cotterell or whatever, is the same age as Prince Seabrook.
1: Are you kidding? That's insane. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: ridiculous. He's, apparently, he's good. He's like in his thirties. He's he's really good. But uh, yeah, he's mad young. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, I just don't think I don't I don't think Joe Thornton is taking uh, <laughs> power play points to Ryan Klo. Uh,
1: I love this as a concept, though. All right, uh, that's we gotta close here. So. <laughs> couple quick thank yous. We're going to say thank you to Molly Marikami for doing our artwork. She's amazing. You can check her out at mollymarikami.com or at her Twitter, which is at Molls. That's M-O-L-L-S. Thank you to the Honey Wilders for letting us use their song Idle Wild Um, for our intro and outro. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, and they have a Facebook page where you can find shows that they're playing. They're a Bay Area band. They're very good. Their song gets stuck in my head every time I edit this show, so check them out. Um, You can find us on Anchor, which is our new home. Sorry about last week. I didn't realize Anchor's pushing us through to a bunch of new platforms, so I was waiting to see if it would push through to Google, um, to Google Podcasts and how that would work out. It didn't, so... Um, I did have to push through the SoundCloud manually and then that pushed through to Google. So that was a couple days late. That's my bad. But I was also just waiting to see how that would work with Anchor um so right now anchor's still kind of getting us on a bunch of new platforms hopefully we'll be on um spotify and stuff soon but
0: we'll be everywhere
1: (laughs) uh but that did push us through to a couple more platforms that you can find us but you can also find us on uh, soundcloud and stitcher google play itunes all those good ones if you want to take a second to rate and review us on itunes that'd be super dope they'll push us up in their standings and you know
0: i haven't even rated us on itunes i should do that wow
1: kyle really
0: (laughs) i just realized that now (sighs) so everybody else you still have time yeah
1: just felt a real deep sense of betrayal there so uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just realized that i didn't do it
1: (laughs) uh kyle is the worst um but yeah if you
0: i also deleted one podcast one time so. yeah <laughs> it's it's factually correct it's all good uh,
1: so yeah if you want to take a second to do that that would help us out a lot that'd be really cool um if your favorite podcasting app has any way of rating and reviewing just uh hit that little button for us let's see what else do i got here i think that's that's really it you can uh, find the podcast on Twitter at BS and Teal. That's where we kind of call for questions. You can also ask those in the, the blog posts or email us at fearthefin at gmail.com and send any of those questions our way. Um, you can find Kyle on Twitter
0: at Kyle Demetrius. You can find C on Twitter at Now You See Me. Spell S I E. I really don't have to spell it for you guys anymore. Yes, you
1: do. <laughs> We've got new listeners
0: because we're on a new. <laughs> yes, I. Yes, we're I on do. a new
1: platform. So we're...
0: C is a homophone for S E E or S E A. It's S I E. Uh
1: yeah. So yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. So this has been Blood, Sweat, and Teal. Once again, I am C. I am still Kyle. And Eric Carlson is a San Jose Shark.